Hi, and welcome to The Movie Girls, a podcast from two friends dedicated to answering the age-old question, which was better, the book or the movie? And I'm Hannah. And if you want to hear more from the Booby Girls, we are on Patreon. All you have to do to become a patron is go to patreon.com forward slash the Booby Girls to sign up to get access to our bonus content, including our Booby serials, where we basically do the same thing, but for books that have been turned into shows. Yes. Um, so we're in the thick of the Bridgerton season. Now we're about right to now. wrap it up. Well, no, season one, but we're well, yeah. jumping right into season two. That's true. So, and it's still called Bridgerton. <laughs> um, no, it's called, as you call it, the Viz Count and I, or That's the Viz the Count the that bug. loved me. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually Viscount. Yeah, I I know. <laughs> anyway, if you want to listen in on those episodes, you just have to sign up. Uh, but this week on the podcast, we are covering The Weekend Away. And I have titled this one, uh, Cheater, Cheater, Pumpkin Eater. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, also, so I, I don't know if you thought about this when you were reading and, and watching this one, but you and I just booked a trip to Mexico yes. for Labor Day weekend. And it's just the whole time I'm like... Oh my God, I hope nothing like this happens to us. Because <laughs> it's just, I mean, we are going for a wedding, but like yeah. it, it's just kind of say, us there's too. There's going to be other people that will also be kind of semi accountable for us and vice versa. So hopefully yeah. nothing, you know, too sinister will happen. While hopefully. We're <laughs> hopefully. You never know. You never know. Uh, so the book was originally published in 2020 and it's written by Sarah Alderson. It has a four out of five on Goodreads and it's 336 pages. And it could have been less. <laughs> There's a lot of repeat dialogue yeah, in this one. that's fair. Oh, sorry. My turn. <laughs> I was on a website <laughs> looking at clothes on sale. Focus, Hannah. I know. I'm focusing. Sorry. Sorry. Um, and the movie is a Netflix original. Uh, it just came out this last year, so 2022. Um, it's uh, rated TV 14, which I thought was interesting because... I thought it would be almost M.A. considering M.A. mature audiences yeah. considering there's, you know, a dead body and escorts and like stuff. I feel like things have to be real like intense for it to be M.A. I don't know. I just, it's, Especially on Netflix. Yeah, I get it. But I just kind of felt like I guess because we had just done Love and Gelato, which is also TV 14, which in these True. two movies didn't seem like the same age or fair. whatever. Um, but it is a crime drama mystery and it's an hour and 29 minutes long. And just like the book, it could have been shorter. <laughs> I was saying this earlier, though. Like, at what point do you say, okay, this is too short to actually be a movie? Right. Right. We'll get to the end of it. But I think I felt like at the end, they were like, oh, crap. We only have like an hour worth of stuff here. Like, I think we got to keep going. Um, But it is directed by um, Kim Ferrant. Um, I didn't recognize anything else she did, but I think she's like kind of in the smaller projects like this one. Well, if this is any indication. Yikes. (laughs) Anywho. Uh, So the IMDb synopsis reads, a weekend getaway to Croatia, which... You know, we'll Mm -hmm. get into that. Uh, That goes awry when a woman is accused of killing her best friend. That seems like a very weird sentence. Mm -hmm. Like it just stops. Anyway, as she attempts to clear her name and uncover the truth, her efforts unearth a painful secret. (laughs) Uh, Not a lot of uh, fun facts about the book, um, but a couple of fun facts about the writer. Um, She is also a screenwriter. And she actually um, writes with a different pen name when she writes her romance huh. novels. Um, I actually, when I looked her up, it kept bringing up this name Mila Gray, and I was like, mm-hmm. "Is there another book by this yeah. you know, th- by the same name by a different author?" It turns out it's just her. So her YA and thriller books are uh, under the Sarah Alderson name, okay. and then her romance books are under Mila Gray. Interesting. Um, she is coming out with a uh, new uh, thriller, "The Cabin in the Woods." 
Um, actually, sorry, if you're hearing this when this releases, it would have already came out. Mm. So it came out last week. Isn't um, that, our, that's a, I mean, I'm sure it's not the same, but there's definitely a movie called Cabin in the Woods. There and are I'm pretty so sure like a million books. There yeah. of the same kind of, th- you know, idea, if you will, um, that it's just, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know how it'll do. Interesting. But, um, and like I said, she is a screenwriter and she's currently a writer and producer on the CBS show SWAT. Huh. Um, which I thought was interesting. I so. think that's where uh, Detective Derek Morgan from Criminal Minds went to, was SWAT, was that show SWAT. You lost me. I don't watch either of those shows. So. <laughs> Side note, I'm devastated. So, you know, I sleep with the TV on. Mm-hmm. We've talked about this, about how I go to oh, bed before that Ray. got rid of Criminal Minds? Yes. <laughs> I heard that. I have fallen asleep to Criminal Minds for years like it's now become one of those things like when i hear their voices like it just puts me to sleep <laughs> which is so weird <laughs> which is weird i get it but like now it is so now i have to find another show to fall asleep for because netflix took it off yeah i fall asleep to friends on hbo max yeah you just kind of need something that you like and actually is... i don't fall asleep because i end up watching the episodes <laughs> so it's just a nice relaxing thing yeah. to watch before I go right to bed. <laughs> exactly anyways um, so the movie has a 40% on Rotten Tomatoes and you're like, oh, that's not good. Still better than last week's movie. <laughs> last week's movie had a 29%, good point. Um, which was Love and Gelato, which is also a Netflix film. But I so. think this one has come out a little bit. It's been out for longer, right? Yeah, a little bit. Love and Gelato. Yeah, yeah, so we'll see. Um, we will be doing another Netflix movie in just a little bit. Um, the Gray Man, which hopefully we'll do. <laughs> hopefully we're going in the right direction. Isn't there someone famous in that one? <clears throat> Yes, there's oh. two very famous people. Oh, see, I haven't Googled it at all. Really? Yeah. It's starring Chris Evans and Ryan Gosling. Oh, <laughs> which, I feel like you told me that. Yes, which is why we're actually doing it. Oh, okay. It. Yeah, that's um, Not too many fun facts about this movie. Um, at the very end, we'll talk about um, one of the last scenes. Um, but when Beth is walking out of Rob's house at the end of the movie, that scene in particular was made to look like the famous painting A Sunday Afternoon on the island of La Grande whatever it's called um, by George something or other. Um, but you, uh, do you know which one I'm talking about? I think so. Yeah. It's like that really famous painting with like, just like a park with a yeah. bunch of people or whatever. Yes. I think I studied that in my um, humanities class yeah. in high school, <laughs> which I'm like, okay, kind of cool, but like, who cares? Right. Like, also I have theories about that last scene. Let me tell you. It's very interesting. Let me tell you. Um, and then the movie was filmed in split. It's spelled split S P L I T Croatia. Um, I don't know, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. That's not where the book is takes place, Correct. but Croatia is actually on my bucket list of places to go. Cause oh, it looks beautiful. Um, and I'm also Croatian. Since um, when? Since always. You've never told me that. Yeah, it's on my mom's side. Oh, okay. Because I'm half Polish because of my dad. I knew then, about the Polish yeah. side. <laughs> and then my mom is a mutt on the other side, but Croatia is one of our more dominant ones, I, I guess. I learn something new about you every day. I know. I am 1,000% <laughs> Iranian. Yes. There is no mix. Actually, I think my mom said we're like maybe like 5% Russian, which, you know, take that for what it is. <laughs> anyway. I don't know if you want to like admit to that these no, days these days no <laughs> all right so let's jump into the cast of the movie um which is led by someone that we all pretty much know mm-hmm. so uh beth is the main character in the movie um in the book her name is orla yes um and in the book she's irish correct um in the movie her name is beth and she's a white american yes um played by uh leighton meester leighton 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 meester obviously we know her from her role in gossip girl mm-hmm. as blair Wal- waldorf right 
I think so. Yeah, Blair yeah. Waldorf. Um, it's been a while since I watched that show. Yeah, I mean, she was like one of the main characters in that show for yeah. years. Um, she was also did um, a couple episodes of the series Single Parents and How I Met Your Father, mm. that new movie that came out. Um, she looked absolutely awful in this movie. I think that was about it. was on purpose, yeah. but it was like one of those things like the cover art for the film. She looks beautiful. Like flawless yeah. almost and then like in the movie it's like ooh. they just make her look really frumpy and yeah like, homely which is i guess what the character is supposed to be um i didn't fully understand why they felt like they needed to like just throw some random american in there because there's no other like well-known actors in this in this film i mean i would think maybe because netflix made it like they just i don't know probably cheaper than getting I don't know, actually. Or they just felt like they needed some name for this. I guess. I don't know. I don't know that she was the right name for this. No, I did not. <laughs> I did not love her in this. Yeah. I thought she was, I, she wasn't believable mm-hmm. for me. Like, I don't know. She just, I don't know. Like, you know, when um, these types of movies just come naturally to mm-hmm. some uh, actors, like it yeah. just felt wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and then maybe it's just because we have a perception of her. Uh-huh. And like, I always just think Gossip Girl when I see her. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't know. I just didn't see it. Yeah, I just... Uh, I like feel like I said, there's so many other people that could have probably played it and, like, it would have been much better. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I just, like I said, I didn't I didn't believe it and I didn't feel like it needed to be anybody that... Yeah. It was forced, I guess, I well, should say. Well, and, yeah, to your point, like, I, it, we could have just kept it as someone Irish. Yeah. and I mean, like, like I didn't Europe. Yeah, I mean, I didn't love Orla in the book either. Like, <laughs> the she's, character is actually absolutely obnoxious. <laughs> obnoxious. It's that, it's that typical, like annoying oh woe is me main character mm-hmm. in these types of movies where you're just or books where you're just yeah like, Ugh, like, yeah spoiler i didn't like this book hmm, shocker i know well, I, I i hope you didn't like the movie either. i mean both are a little bit of a stinker but i the let in this book there's just a lot of repeating yeah. like i said before and that's what i cannot it's stand. Just really predictable too. my biggest pet peeve in a book which actually came to the forefront i think in one of the harry potter books do not explain something to me like don't go through everything that's happened you finally tell me what happens and then make me read the character telling another character exactly the same thing <laughs> like you we just went through yeah. it like don't make me hear the character have yeah. to explain it again you're so right because I've, re- I've read a couple of books recently where like that same similar thing happens, but all that the author does is say, it says like, and then I told him yeah, and leaves it at that. Right. And you're like, great. Cause I already know what happened. Right. I don't need you to tell me you told him. It's one what happened when unless you told there's him. specific, unless there's something in that specifically new, new yeah. or something happens while they are explaining it to yeah. somebody else. Move on. I, I it drives that. me nuts. Anyways. Yeah. Um, so yeah, didn't love that character. Uh, moving on to her friend Kate though, um, who I wish we would have gotten more of in True. the movie. Um, cause I actually really liked her. Um, Christina Wolf. Uh, she, I believe is English. Um, but she was in a couple episodes of the TV series, Batwoman on CW. Um, I thought she was great. She was actually exactly what I thought that this character Same. would look like, would act like and yeah. all in between. I liked her a lot. So Spoiler, uh, she's not in it very long. No, <laughs> she doesn't last very long. Uh, uh, Rob, who is... Oh, sorry. Kate was is the character who goes missing in this yes. in this film, who is Beth's friend. Uh, Rob, who is Beth's husband in this movie, um, is played by Luke Norris. Um, I actually didn't mind him. He kind of is what I thought. He's he right. kind of whatever. 
he's English. He was supposed to be English. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Check. <laughs> yeah, you did it. Um, but I didn't recognize anything he's been in either. Didn't so familiar to me. Um, and then last character to mention, uh, Zane, <laughs> who is, is in the book. Okay. So in the, in the movie, Zane is played by someone ma- named Zaid, uh, Bakri, B-A-K-R-I. B-A-K-R-I. Bakri. Yeah, Yeah, I couldn't exactly see his country of origin, um, but I'm assuming Middle Eastern Eastern. or whatever. (laughs) I actually really like what they did with this character. We do. This is what I thought the book they should have taken this character. So um, in the movie, Zane is her taxi driver Mm -hmm. who ends up helping uh, Beth kind of figure out you know what's going on and help solve this mystery uh and he's kind of like a younger guy a little bit charming and they kind of have this almost like flirtatious chemistry right which i actually liked um in the book uh his name is not zane it's like costandin it's constantin constant like constantine yeah it's spelled so weird that it's like C-O-N-S-T-N-D-I-N. Constantin. Yeah, yeah it's, it's one of those names where you're like, why was that the one you chose for the book? Because there are a lot of name changes in this book to mm-hmm. movie adaptation. Probably because it's a lot harder to say a lot of these names. Right. Um, but he is um, originally in the book from um, Kosovo. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it has come to... Uh, well, in the book, they're in Portugal. They're in Lisbon, yes. Yeah, and so he's come to Portugal um, from the war, and he's kind of an older guy who has, like, a very tragic backstory and all this stuff. So I mean, so does Zane So does Zane. Bit. He does. They did like, bring that in there, too. Uh, but, yeah, I, I, but n- there was no, like, he almost was, like, almost like a father figure almost in the book or, like, okay. protector, older brother kind of helping her. There was no, like chemistry chemistry got it not like there was in the in the movie so i was okay though with what they did with this character and i thought this guy was kind of cool yeah did you at all ever feel like iffy about him no well we're too trusting (laughs) the thing about the book is that they like literally like set your eyes on everybody at one point like it could be him it could be him it could be him it could like you know what i mean so it's like at some point you're like yeah okay maybe could be anyone um oh sorry i have one more character to talk about um in the movie so this is one of the detectives there's a male and female detective that are in that's in this story both change names between book and movie um the male detective in the book his name is nunez nunez in the movie it's pak Povich. Povich. Yes. Or Povich. Povich. It's P-O-V-I-C. Whatever. Yeah. Um, played by Amar Bukvic. Um, He is Croatian. Oh, okay. Which is kind of cool. Um, and then he was also in the movie um, The Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard mm. with Ryan Reynolds yeah, that came that. out. Me either. <laughs> um, but yeah, other than his name, it was kind of like who you thought would... Yeah. I actually kind of thought the character would have been a little bit younger um based on the book in but. the movie you thought mm-hmm. uh, yeah i guess well and i know you're not gonna bring up the female detective mm-hmm. but her name like you said is different and i'm pretty sure in the book she's got to be iranian because her last name is reza and that's mm-hmm. totally an iranian name so i was mm. like that would have been cool to see like on tv you know or on the movie whatever it's fine, <laughs> it's fine. representation you know that whole thing <laughs> i mean they got a croatian guy and so another a different middle eastern yeah, guy not iranian we need more iranians well sign up you don't send send in your audition tape you definitely do not want to see me on the silver screen i can tell you that yeah so yeah so like you said a lot of name changes really rob and kate 
are the only two names that they keep. Correct. Well, and Sebastian, who True. is the owner of the Airbnb that they stay. Yeah. But most all, even the baby's name changes. So <laughs> for whatever point. reason. Uh, all right. Uh, time for who said it. Your first quote is, in my experience, people aren't that nice to strangers unless they want something from them. Mm. Orla. Yes. Slash, slash Beth. <laughs> <laughs> Next one is, you know, Kate, that girl can party like the end of the world is coming. Um, is that Toby? Mm, Rob. Rob. Yeah. Toby slash, what is his new Jay name? Jay. In the movie. Yeah. yeah. Who is Kate's husband sort of slash about Ex- to be Soon next to be. Yeah. Uh, last one is, I told him if he didn't give me the information, I would slam his head against the bar <laughs> like a raw egg and then scramble his brains for breakfast. Constantine <laughs> yes. Zane. <laughs> Which like, that was the one thing I missed in the movie mm. was that, that like... He, you weren't sure if his threats were serious or kind of a joke or like, I just loved his one liners. I thought they were great. This, uh, the other one was like, he would punch his face so hard. It went into his rectum or something. Yeah. And then (laughs) I was like, I pull, I'll pull your, uh, liver through your (laughs) arsehole. (laughs) (laughs) This book is the, is the author of the book British? British. Okay. Yeah. Cause it's very much was written. Yeah. She's British. British, but, um, lives in LA. Um, and the audiobook is narrated in an Irish accent. Like, oh, that's like, cool. Yeah. I, yeah, I couldn't find the audiobook for it. Yeah. I, like, I, everywhere I looked it, like, didn't I promise it. it didn't make it any better. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I had to suffer through my slow reading, so. <sighs> All right. Your options for F. Mary Kill are Beth slash Orla, Kate, and Zane slash Constantin. All right. I'm marrying Zane because I feel like he, he's going to protect me and find me the info that I need in life, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, minus the whole, like, maybe being in the mafia. <laughs> Maybe, maybe not. Um, I got to kill Beth slash Orla because she's way too whiny and very victimizing. And I hate that type of character. Um, And I'll go on a weekend getaway with Kate any day. She seems like a great time. I will agree with you. I will say the one thing that I was thankful that this book and movie did not do was that typical thing where they do where the the main character is either a a drug addict or she's a drunk or you know what I mean? Like she's envisioning all of this happening. Like at least they didn't go. They try, they try. They almost, they almost made you think that she could have well, been like, the, cause she yeah. was drugged. But like, thankfully that did not happen. Yeah. Which I was like, so. at least you have that going for <laughs> yeah. you. All right. So let's jump into it. So the movie opens, <laughs> the movie opens with you already knowing that somebody died yeah. because it literally opens up with like a body of water and a woman floating in there, like dead in there, which we don't find out that a woman actually that Kate actually dies. till about halfway through the book, I think I was like 40% in and I'm like, they do that thing where they show that to you and then hope that you've forgotten by the time you get to the point where <laughs> she's dead. <laughs> Newsflash. Didn't forget about the floating right. woman. <laughs> Did not. Um, so any of the way though, so then it flashes to a woman in the back of a taxi and she's in Croatia. I don't know why they needed to change the, Maybe they couldn't film the in place? Portugal. I don't know. I also didn't know that Lisbon was in Portugal. Where did you think Lisbon was? I don't know. Was? I just didn't know. Like, literally, the only thing I know about Lisbon is that that was a city that was one of the um, character names in Money Heist. <laughs> How did I know that's where you were That's going? literally all I could think of every time they said Lisbon, you know? I don't know. I just, I never associated it with it being in Portugal. Yeah. I'm so. pretty sure it's the capital. Huh. No, the more you know. Actually, don't quote me on that. I'm the not more you 100% know. sure. Uh, yeah, so they're in Lisbon in the in the book. Yeah. But they're in Croatia in the movie. Yeah, so she actually... So the woman in the back of the taxi is Beth. And 
right away, Zane is the one who's driving her (laughs) to, to this Airbnb. And in the book, we don't, that's not where we meet Zane or the taxi driver. She's just a random, I think. And she uses Uber in the book, which I thought was interesting that they almost like backtracked and went, unless in Croatia, they don't have Uber. Well, and it's funny. So Not to totally jump ahead, but I thought that was funny because I thought the book, for the most part, was like pretty current yeah. or whatever. Well, it came out in 2020. Yeah. Until they got to the part where she was getting into her phone. Uh-huh. And in the book, she ends up using Kate's finger to open up the oh yeah the thing, which if you have a new iPhone, it's no longer a, it's, a, face. it's yeah. face. But in the in the movie, she, she does use her yeah, face yeah. for it. So Interesting. yeah, I don't know. Maybe they don't have Uber in Croatia. <laughs> Who not. knows? Um, but yeah, in the book though, also she's her and Kate travel together. Yes, they are at the airport together and whatnot. Yeah. Um, but in the in the movie, they arrive separately, and Kate is actually at this Airbnb um, when Beth arrives. Um, this Airbnb is like beautiful. Yeah. Which is not what I envisioned when I was reading this book. Like, I thought it was nice. I thought it was going to be nice, but I didn't, like, picture, like, palace. Not palace, but, Well, and, like, the way that it's set up, right, is, like, they have, like, the main suite where Kate and um, Beth are staying, Mm -hmm. and then they have, like, other rooms with it. So it's, like, a building that has, like, almost separate apartments, if you will, all owned by the same guy, Sebastian, who rents these all out. Yeah. So... They get into this Airbnb, they say their hellos, and they're out like on the patio, and Beth gives Kate a necklace. Mm-hmm. And it's like this cheap like necklace that she got online or whatever. <laughs> and that's not in the book. She doesn't give her But it is necklace. important. In it the is, movie. I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does kind of it, it does come full circle in the movie, but did not sure why that they felt that that needed to be the aha. There, there's always gotta be that one thing, right? I guess. I was like part of me was like why is she giving her this necklace? And I was like, cause it's like I said, not in the book. Yeah. And then I was like, Oh, I bet it's going to come into play at some point. And <laughs> lo and behold, it was a little predictable. Let's just say that. This, like I said, this whole story is pretty predictable. Yeah. <laughs> um, so anyways, we find out that Beth, uh, you know, is, she has a baby at home, like in the book. I don't know how to say this without like maybe offending some people, but like, I hated like the self-loathing mom throughout this entire story. Like it was constant. Like we get it. You're sad. You're not with your baby. Like, and I know that a lot of new moms feel that way and feel guilty. But again, it was like, why do we need to be constantly reminded every five pages that she's guilty and just (laughs) wants to be home with her baby? Like, you know what I mean? But it's like from the very beginning to the very end of this book, it's constantly there. Well, and I think in the movie at one point, like I forgot about the kid. I was yeah. Like, oh wait. Yeah, I forgot she has a yeah, daughter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The baby's mentioned all the time in the book, not so much in yeah. in the in the movie. Um. But anyways, in the in the series or in the movie, uh, her baby's name is Aster. Mm-hmm. And in the book, her baby's name is Marlo. Why? I have no idea. Right. But why not just keep the name Marlo? Who cares? Aster's so, so much cooler. I guess. <laughs> and her husband Rob is there with the baby. Um, they're back in London yes. while they're on their weekend yes. away. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we find out that Kate is going through a breakup with her husband, Jay. In the book, his name is Toby. Um, and Jay is like, we don't really get to, I mean, in the book, like you find out that Jay is like, you know, pretty well off. He's very rich. I felt like or Jay slash Toby in the book was like kind of older in the, in the movie. Like he's kind of like this young, like tech guy. Yeah. Well, either way, in both situations, he is, um, wealthy is wealthy yes. but i can't remember in the movie if they harp on the fact that like he supposedly cheated and that's why they're getting separated because they do in the book towards the end i think um 
what you call it when beth talks to him mm. he was like well no i did have my indiscretions oh, but okay. i don't know um but they end up running into sebastian who is the owner of the airbnb kind of a younger kind of creepy type guy your immediate f- number one suspect yes let's be honest <laughs> yeah suspect number uno <laughs> but again if you know anything you should know that it's never i'm already giving it away but it's never that guy because right. he's obviously too obvious right to right um so they end up going to like a fancy dinner they order a bunch of oysters and fancy champagne and at this point beth like ends up apologizing for being like a crappy friend because kate was going through um you know this breakup and beth was too busy with the baby and whatnot i mean we go into they go into a lot more detail in the book about how like they used to go on these trips all the time until the baby was born and they haven't been on one of these weekends away yeah. for quite well, a while and kate hasn't really come around the baby either yeah since she had her so while they're also at dinner though uh kate asks beth about like her relationship with her husband rob and like you know how are you guys doing like intimately and yeah. all this stuff like she's like prying but she's prying but like Honestly, like, if you haven't seen someone, if you're really that good of friends and you haven't seen someone for that long, like, it's something that you would probably talk about, yeah, you know? I see you all the time and we still talk about <laughs> Right, like you know? Um, but she said that, you know, they haven't had sex in a year, which I don't think it was that long in the book, but they didn't need it. It was very long. I think it was, yeah, like, right before she got pregnant. Yeah. Well, like, right after she got pregnant. Probably. Yeah. So, they're sitting there at dinner and obviously all of a sudden Kate ends up getting a phone call and she's arguing with someone on the phone and she comes back and she said that it was Jay, her ex-husband and that he's mad that, you know, she's charging all of these things onto his credit card and her card actually gets declined at dinner. Um, so she ends up like using like a different card or something. (laughs) Um, she then, (laughs) Kate then convinces, um, Beth that they should go to, um, another bar slash club um i think in the book she's like hey we're gonna go to a bar and then we're gonna go to a club and like in the book it's like already 10 o'clock at night like yeah. it's it's getting late which like i mean you know how we are at, the, at this age in at our this lives. age like anything that starts at 10 i'm immediately saying no to right because that's way past my bedtime yeah so they end up going to this bar the name of the bar is different between the book and the movie in the book i think it's the blue speakeasy yeah and in the movie, it's the blue parlor, I think. Yeah. Again, with the name changes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they get their they get their drinks and Kate just wants water. And then or not Kate, Beth wants the water. And then Kate's like, yeah, no, no, you're definitely drinking. <laughs> you know, what's interesting now because you just made that mess up. I feel like Orla would have made sense to keep because I know it would have been easier to distinguish. Between I know them. <laughs> not to just like <laughs> white girl name. Right. right? So after they get their drinks, though, they immediately find these two men like sitting down and there just happens to be two empty seats next to them. How convenient. I know. They were so not as cute as I thought that they were going to be. <laughs> like in the in the in the book, their name are is it Emmanuel and. Uh, oh, shoot. What is starts it? with a J. Joaquim. Joaquim. And I'm like, ooh, these guys are going to be like spicy, you know, because they're they're Portuguese. Yeah. Not Croatian. Yeah. They're kind of just like, sorry these, to the Croatians. Yeah. But, but they, these guys are just kind of like, oh, OK, yeah. whatever. Portuguese men are hot. I wouldn't know. I mean, I wouldn't <laughs> either. But so after, you know, we see that Kate's like starting to like kind of hook up with one of the guys. The other one is like trying to kind of make a pass at Beth and whatnot. But you see like Kate's like, just have fun tonight. Like you deserve it. Like whatever, like encouraging, you know, the indiscretion, you know, waiting to happen. And then it kind of like, 
gets kind of blurry and you know, you don't really know what's going on. And then all of a sudden, like you kind of hear this voiceover of like, you should come back to our house or whatnot. And so Kate ends up inviting these two guys back to their place. And then the next thing we get is, is Beth waking up the next morning in bed and Kate isn't in the apartment anymore. What? What? Where is she? One thing I wanted to say about the, cause we get so much more inner dialogue in the book at that scene at the club, right? Where even to the point where I know she, you know, you're saying every other, every five pages is about her baby. Mm -hmm. But like in the book, she makes a point to not talk about her kid in front yeah. of these guys. Cause she's like, I don't want to be that girl. Mm -hmm. Whereas in the movie, she immediately is like, do you want to see pictures of my baby? Right. <laughs> no, no, like, he does not. No. <laughs> and then cut to the next morning in the movie. She wakes up and realizes, Oh, she's only wearing her mm -hmm. underwear. Um, but in the book, she actually wakes up with her full like outfit yeah. still on, which is interesting because that to her signifies immediately that like nothing happened mm -hmm. for her or yeah. to her. Whereas in the movie, she immediately thinks, Oh my God, something I happened. must have been, you know, assaulted or something. Like yeah. That. So she checks with the landlord to see if he has seen Kate and he hasn't, but he says, <laughs> he's such like a rule follower. He's just like, this would be you running an Airbnb. Yeah. You'd be like, also, um, there was two extra men with you last night. That's going to be extra money. And there's no parties. I'm yeah. um, speaking of Did you see the new rule, the new Airbnb rule about how you can no longer have parties at any Airbnb? That does not surprise me at right. all. Yeah. I can't imagine the amount of money people have lost. Like, you know, yeah, because there's people are throwing parties and like messing yeah. up their stuff. Yeah, I guess. But like, how do you manage that? I mean, I don't know. Like, I guess if you get caught having one, yeah. I mean, I don't know. But I think about like my mom is coming in town in September for her friend's 60th yeah. and they rented a huge Airbnb and there's like 15 of them coming. Are they going to get wild? <laughs> no, they're not going to get wild, but it's definitely like a part. Like it is yeah. a party, but like maybe think, you know, if it's, if it sleeps that many people, you got to expect yeah. that that many people are coming. Right. right. I think there's like different levels of party, right? Like yeah. your mom and her friends are probably not throwing a rager. Yeah. But not, <laughs> not like how Ray's sister literally a month ago yeah. rented an airbnb just to, to specifically a throw a party yeah. so whatever yeah. i guess not i'll just have an apart apartment party <laughs> that's not allowed here either <laughs> no um so at this point beth decides you know okay i'm gonna go talk to the police and she ends up talking to detective povich um the male detective and i hate saying male and female detective because they're just detectives, yeah, but, but it's easier, it's to, easier to, dis to distinguish, especially when we can't visually show you anything. Yes. So I apologize for any feminists out there. I will be saying female and male detectives because they, we only get their last names, which doesn't give us, it doesn't distinguish. If it makes you feel any better, my notes say lady cop and, uh, and man cop. <laughs> right. <laughs> so. If it makes you feel better, you can say these two female podcasters. It doesn't matter. <laughs> um, anyway, so she goes and talks to them. And while she's talking to the male detective, um, Pavich, the female detective does come in too. And at this point, Pavich says, you know, you can't file a police report within 24 hours, which... I believe that's how it is here too. Like mm -hmm. a person has to be missing 24 hours. A child. Yeah. Yeah. Then it's Amber alert city. Right. right? <laughs> um, so anyway, so then she, you know, when she had arrived in Croatia, the taxi driver Zane had given him, given her his card and said, you know, if you need anything, yeah. call me or whatever, which that sounds very lovely. 
if I'm in a foreign country, I would like to just have a, one nice driver. If I feel like I can trust the driver, yeah. We actually had a, um, not a tour guide, but like our driver in Bali mm-hmm. kind of just took us around because he knew all yeah. the like, spots and stuff. So it actually ended up being great. And I follow him on Instagram. So if anyone's oh. going to Bali and needs a tour guide, please <laughs> let me know. Rosh has got you. Yeah, I got you. So she ends up calling Zane and he comes and picks her up. And in the book, doesn't she like look up her Uber app to like try to find his information? Yeah, because she's trying to figure out what bar they went yeah. to. So she was like, well, let me call him to see if he remembers yeah. where he took us. Which like if you know anything about Uber, you cannot call the person after you've ridden with them. Let me tell you. <laughs> Boyfriend Ray is no stranger to leaving things in Ubers <laughs> and it is wildly hard to get things back. Yeah, well, I mean, privacy. You don't want anyone to be able to call you after they've ridden with you. No. Or vice versa. Right. No, I totally get that. But I do feel like there should be an easier way to contact these people. Fair. Like. If you've forgotten something. Also, have you ever tried to use customer service for Uber or Lyft? It is the worst thing in the entire world. (laughs) Anyways. um, So he ends up taking her back to the bar where they were. And he actually goes into the bar with her to like help her, you know, ask these questions. Because again, she doesn't speak the, you know, the native language. And he does. So what they end up finding out is the men that they were with at this bar were actually escorts. Mm -hmm. Which... If you don't know what an escort is, it's where you pay a man money for his company. Correct. So. And also, other things. Also known as prostitution. Correct. <laughs> so at this point, Beth's like, what are you talking about? Like these guys, like we didn't hire them. And they're like, Zane's like, could your friend have? She's like, I mean, well, like maybe. So Roche, no escorts when we're in Mexico, please. I cancel can't that. can't confirm or <laughs> deny. <laughs> Because she's like so confused at this point. She's like, why would Kate hire not only her an escort because she's beautiful and get any guy that she right. wants. She knows that I'm married with a baby. Yeah. Why would she like, what want were her, what, what were her, her intentions? intentions yeah. Right. So anyways, she ends up calling Rob and she like forgets. She's like, oh, crap. Like, we're supposed to go home tomorrow. Like, this is just a couple day trip. Like, they're supposed to go on a bike tour right now. <laughs> you know how? Um, what's the word? How? Uh, oh, my God. I am blinking. Innocent. Thank you. How innocent of a thing that they were just going to do. And then like the night before they went like raging. I know. But no, I, um, what was I going to say? This is what, what I love about Europe is that you can go on a weekend trip yeah. to a completely different country. Yeah, that's true. I mean, technically we could, I mean, I we're mean, doing we that. Are, we're well, going to Mexico. A little bit longer. We're going for like four or five days. Yeah. But I mean, we could go to Canada too. It's not as easy. It's not as easy. <laughs> But don't worry, we can always go to California on a whim. Right. I guess that's the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, so anyway, so yeah, so now she's like, crap, like I'm supposed to come home tomorrow. But like, clearly I can't go home. I don't know where Kate is. Yeah. Like, Roche, I'm not leaving you on Croatia. I'll help. I'll find you. Thank you. you know? I'll find you too. Hopefully we don't lose each other. But <laughs> Buddy <laughs> system. <laughs> um, we should have done this one like right before we left. <laughs> no, we shouldn't have. Uh, that's funny you say that. To, again, another tangent. Uh, my, I went on my trip to Europe back mm-hmm. in like 2013. And my brother thought it would be a genius idea to take my dad to see the movie... Um, Taken. Taken. Oh, like, no. Like, right after I left. I was like, are you insane? <laughs> and I, lo- I love your dad, but he is not Liam Neeson. <laughs> no. He will not find you and he will not kill you. Yeah. <laughs> He'll but, sit in a corner and cry. <laughs> and probably make you some food. <laughs> and make you some food to make you feel better. Um, so, yeah. So, anyway. So... Beth now thinks like, okay, crap, let me try to find these guys on social media, which 
I can't remember. They do find them on social media in the book. Like she finds them super quick in the movie, but it like she in the book. I think he. So she says that when she was talking to one of the guys uh-huh. the night of the um, part or the club, he says that they're in design. Yes. And so Constantine slash Zane mm-hmm. Googles like their names and design in Lisbon mm-hmm. and magically their yes. like, business comes up. Yeah. So she doesn't find them that way in the movie. Um, but at this point, Zane ends up reaching out to them in the movie saying, we want to book you for a private party. Can we please meet up mm-hmm. in the book? He does it under. He wants them to like design something for him. Right. Which whatever same 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 right so anyways they they set up this meeting and while they're so they're at this like kind of restaurant thing and while they're waiting for these guys to show up kate um tells zane about how you know they met studying abroad um you know years ago and they've been best friends since and that kate actually introduced beth to rob her husband Mm -hmm. so like they have this like long-standing like really close friendship um at this point zeth zane then tells beth about how you know his wife died but not like how but just that he had a wife and she died so they're bonding (laughs) um but at this point the escorts end up showing up and when they see beth right away they like run off naturally naturally zane ends up chasing down one of them and (laughs) in the book he like beats him up Mm -hmm. basically because he's like okay i'm gonna go after this one and then he gets a little bit of information out of him but like not enough so he like full-on like pummels him in the book another thing to mention that i forgot earlier is when beth woke up and kate was gone her bag is gone her Mm -hmm. phone is gone her so she thinks that she could just be like wandering around or shopping somewhere and that she's just gonna possibly show up because that's typical of kate to just kind of wander. right (laughs) so but at this point the guy says like yeah the only thing i'm gonna admit to though is like we stole her bag which had her phone and all of her stuff in it but like we didn't kill her like we didn't do anything with her like we just took her bag so now kate's like or beth is like okay okay so she doesn't have all this stuff so like something clearly have gone anywhere right so and he's also like she's like did you drug me because she thinks that she got drugged Mm. that night because she doesn't remember anything i forgot to say that too (laughs) she doesn't remember anything from that night and she thinks that she was drugged that night so so anyways he says that they pawned the bag so they end up going to the pawn shop and like this pawn guy just like gives them her bag and phone back well and in the book um at one point beth Beth slash Orla realizes that there is like a condom in her bed and she immediately freaks out and says, mm-hmm. Oh my God, maybe I did act like sleep with them. Mm-hmm. One of them and not realize. And at this point when they grab one of the guys, he says, no, your friend Kate actually put a condom mm-hmm. in your bed to make it look like we had sex. Yeah. And so now she's racking your brain. Like why would Kate do something yeah. like this? Like what is she trying to prove now? You know, she's not only, um, hired escorts i somehow uh, got drugged and now she's making it look like yeah. i slept with these guys what what is the situation yeah here? So what's she's the very, end goal here what is the end goal yeah <laughs> what's her end game yeah. um also in the book at this point the guys still have the bag that um that they hadn't pawned the bag yet yeah. so they like end up going back to get the bag it doesn't matter and difference the in the in the uh, book it's a birkin bag in the movie it's a valentino valentino or something or no, maybe it's a louis vuitton i can't remember it's another designer but it was not a birkin bag it was but they're both real yes yes very real <laughs> So at this point, they end up going, you know, after they get the bag and the phone, they end up going back to the police and they're like, 
okay, look, like the, she doesn't have any of her stuff. Like clearly something is wrong. She doesn't tell them that they have the, that she has the phone at this point. She just shows them the bag. And the male detective Pavich is like, okay, I guess maybe, maybe we should take it a little bit more seriously now because he actually never filed a report. This is the thing that, right. that Oh, it was a real can, Dior bag. My bad. Yes. Sorry. Um, the thing that like I was confused about is because they were, he, you know, he had said like, you know, you have to wait 24 hours so you can do this report. And then it comes out that he never filed anything. And I'm like, okay, because he told her to come back. Well, and no, now, there's a reason he didn't file it. Well, I know. Yeah. But like, even if there wasn't that specific yeah. reason, like he still wouldn't, it hadn't been 24 hours yet, you know? Yeah, so so anyway, another important thing is um, Zane does drop her off, but he tells her like, don't tell the police that you've been in contact mm-hmm. with me. I, I am at risk of losing my visa yeah. if anything comes up. And she's right. like, she doesn't even think twice about it. She's like, okay, yeah, yeah, no, no I'm like, whatever. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't sound sketch at all. <laughs> so anyways, at this point, after she goes to the police, she then goes to the hospital. And in the movie, she goes and gets a drug test. And she also gets uh, a rape kit, a rape kit mm-hmm. to see if she was assaulted that night. Not only does this not happen in the book, she makes a point in the book to talk about how she didn't want to do that. Yeah. Well, and she very much believed, even with the whole condom situation, believed that she was not assaulted whatsoever. She still feels like she got drugged because she can't remember anything. But yeah, she does. She makes a point not to. Well, and and she talks about in the book about how she doesn't want to go and get the drug test because she thinks once they see that there's drugs in her system, they're not going to take her seriously, which technically happens. Yeah. (laughs) So anyway, so I'm not sure why the difference between the book and the movie, I guess they felt that they should encourage that act of, if this happens to you, you should probably go and get checked out, which I agree with at this point. Um, Beth ends up calling Jay, uh, Slash Toby. Yes. Kate's ex, soon to be ex-husband. And she asked him, you know, about the phone call that, that he had made to her when they were at dinner on Friday night. And he was like, I didn't talk to her. And he goes, I haven't talked to her in forever. Like every communication we have has to go through our lawyers. Mm-hmm. Like, and she's like, well, crap, like who is she talking to right. then? And at this point he was like, do you think she could be faking it just to get attention? Like to get me back? <laughs> that is so typical of a dude. To I think know. About them. I know. And she's like, okay, goodbye. <laughs> You were useless. Thank you. Yeah. Another thing that does not happen in the movie at all. We have no um, communication with Kate's mom at all. Right. In in the movie, like we do in the book. In the book, she gets to a point where she's like, okay, she's been missing for a while now. Like I should probably let her mom know. Mm -hmm. And so she gives her a call and her mom's like, oh, it's probably just Kate being Kate. Like everyone she's talking to basically says that same thing. Mm -hmm. It's probably just Kate being Kate. She'll probably turn up. No problem. Just call me if you need anything. Whereas, like, she's like, if this was me and it was my child, like, I would be on the next flight over. Right. Which, like, and you know, all, both our moms would probably well, do the yeah, same thing. Well, yeah, of course. But it's just very interesting. Again, another side note that might probably might get me in trouble. It's one of those things, though, is that, like, you you hear it all the time. Like, someone who's been, a, you know, been a mom for a few years and it's like, I would do anything for my kid. I can't understand how, how parents don't, you know, do this and this and this. I'm like... A lot happens in relationships, especially between parents and children, that that happens to those relationships in a long time. And I'm like, don't think that you could be out of that situation. Like, yes, you might love this child, but this child cannot talk yet or walk yet. And when (laughs) they start having their own opinions, crap can happen. So just like don't judge people that that they are 
not reacting or reacting in, a, she was, in the right she was way. Very judgmental of Kate's mom once she said that, like she wasn't yeah. coming. She's like, "How dare she?" Yeah, I'm like, Kate might have been a terror, and Kate might have like done a lot of bad things to her mom. We That's don't know, you know, point. who knows? Anyways, I can go get off my soapbox for a second. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, she gets back to the ho- to the Airbnb at this point, and when she gets there, in the book she hears like a woman's voice. Mm-hmm. It ends up being the maid. Yeah. In the movie, there's no maid, but uh, Sebastian, the owner of the Airbnb, is there packing up their stuff. She's like, "What are you doing?" He's like check out like yeah. i have other people coming in like Time you, you to gotta go and she's like oh crap yeah i forgot about that but so he's like you know you can't stay here but like i have a spare room that you can stay in my apartment abort mission <laughs> what was she thinking and she was thinking she didn't want to you know spend the money for a hotel well I guess. And he does position it as like well you'll be nearby if kate shows up yeah which I'm I, like, guess. I get it but still like you're creepy and a spare room yeah no. <laughs> so anyways he has you know she goes into his into his apartment and she sees that there's this kind of like strange looking room with like no no door handle on it and abort mission right and then like <laughs> the room that she's staying in is kind of like almost like a little basement type room it's very nice though like don't get me wrong sure. but um, but anyway, still a little I guess creepy. The one like saving grace in the situation is like, she's not the only one there. She knows mm-hmm. that other people are checking into the rooms that they were staying in. And like the whole building, like I said, right. is just a series of like different apartments. So mm-hmm. she knows there's other people there. Yeah. So at this point she ends up calling Zane cause they're like going to go do some more like Sherlock stuff and get some food. And when Zane comes to pick her up, Rob shows up. Which does happen in mm-hmm. in the book as well. Except in the book, she actually had asked Rob, like, can you come here, please? Like, right. I would like some help. And then, but in the in the movie, she's like, had no idea that he would even think about showing well, up. Well, because he's supposed to be taking care of their daughter. Yeah, so she's like, where's our kid? And she's like, he's like, at the uh, child minder. Is that what they call it? And, uh, I did not catch that. Yeah, they, basically yeah the babysitter. The babysitter. <laughs> <laughs> so she ends up telling him, you know, about the escorts and everything that happened. And... At this point, the police end up calling and they have found a body in the water that they believe to be Kate. Mm-hmm. In the book, they actually just show up to the Airbnb. Yeah. They're like, we found something. We need you to come with me. Yeah. With so they actually end up asking. They ask her to go to the coroner's office and they ask her in the movie to identify Kate's body and they show her the body and she says, yes, this mm-hmm. is Kate. In the book, it's just a photo. Correct. So she doesn't actually see Kate's body at yeah. this point specific point yet but this is the point where in the book we're about close to halfway through the book and i'm like oh my god we just found out that she's dead and i was like now we have to go through a whole like it just took so long to get to where we're like okay she's actually dead and i'm like oh my god now we have to go through this whole other half of the book for trying to figure (laughs) out who it is I don't know. I mean, isn't that every mystery thriller usually? It is. It was just like one of those things. I'm like, why did we need to like, I mean, think about freaking death on the now. How long did it take for someone to die in that book? (laughs) Can you not talk bad about the queen? She has a method to her madness. It's more madness than method, but okay. Okay. Her, she's, she's resting peacefully (laughs) on her mounds and mounds of money. (laughs) Anywho. Anyway, um, so they said that they have to, like, wait until the autopsy comes back because they don't know, you know, if she was murdered, if it was an accident, if she fell in or whatnot. Um, But they think, you know, it could potentially be murder. So the next morning, uh, Beth ends up waking up and, like, Rob is sitting on, like, the end of the bed and he he's like, I just feel bad. Like, I used to think she was so annoying. 
And I'm like, God, I bet there's other people that think that about me. Like, if I were to die, they'd be like, oh, I'm Please. sad that I thought she was annoying. Okay. But anyways. Me too, though. It's a little different in the book. Yeah. he She wakes up and he's, like, crying into one of her, like, pieces of cl- Sobbing. Kate's, <laughs> Kate's clothing. And she's like, what what are you doing there? And he's like, oh, I just, I, like, what it was his reason even? Like, that he, he just, was just like, I just feel so bad that I wasn't nice to her. So similarly, yeah. But similar. he's like, but he's crying into her clothing and it's just an awkward scene. Yeah. <laughs> Which really gay, like if he didn't figure it out by that point, right. like it very much gave it away. So maybe that's why in the movie they didn't want to like give it away, give it away as yes. much. I mean, I don't Spoiler know. Spoiler alert. It's always the husband. <laughs> it's always the husband. <laughs> um, so anyways, at this point in the book though, um, she, she does end up calling Jay and her and Kate's mom to say that, you know, that she's, she's dead or whatever yeah. we don't get any of that correspondence and her in the movie. Like, um you've got the deal you know you you can handle the funeral right. and everything right like we're good yeah <laughs> cool <laughs> no no mom no oh <laughs> uh, so the t- the detectives uh then end up picking up beth again and they say that it's now a murder case and at this point beth is like crap okay well like can i see her body again because she remembers like i have her phone but i don't it's locked. It's locked. I can't get into it, right? So she asks if she could, you know, on the way to the uh, detective's place, the police station, geez, Hannah. <laughs> and, um, she asks, hey, can we swing by the coroner's office? Because I would like to say goodbye to my friend, mm-hmm. you know. And it made more sense. It made more sense in the book because she hadn't actually seen, seen the body. Yeah. Um, but in the movie, she had already seen the body. So she goes back and she ends up using, like I said earlier, she uses her face to unlock the phone. And, and they do mention in the book about how she like figures out a way so the phone doesn't like relock super right. quickly. And I'm like, in the movie, I'm like, that phone would have been locked by the time you got to the bathroom. 100%. And she even like goes so far as in the book to say like, I practiced this on my own phone yeah. to make sure that it worked. I'm like, <laughs> right. yeah, as anyone would, if you want this to work, you got to make sure. It right. Works. Um, but yeah, so, but in the book, she ends up using like her, her, uh, um, her finger to use it. Mm. And it was kind of like a, kind of a cool, not cool, but like a very nicely descriptive way. She's like, it felt like frozen rubber. And I'm like, Ooh, no, thank you. So anyway, she goes to the bathroom and she like starts going through her phone and she sees that that phone call Friday night came from a quote unquote in the movie. It says handyman Mm -hmm. in the book. It says RJ plumbing, which I thought was really funny. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. You know, cleaning the pipes. (laughs) Uh, But anyways, she goes and then she finds text messages. She actually calls the number. Yes. Yeah, so she calls. So she calls the number and in the movie, it ends up going to Rob's cell phone. Right. In the book, in the book, he picks he up, answers yep. and then she panics. She panics and immediately turns or, you know, hangs up. And then she thinks to herself, oh my God, like obviously Rob knows who's calling him. So yeah. now he's either thinking, a dead woman's calling him or I'm calling him yeah. because obviously I would be the one. I think he, she even says he knows that she, I have her phone. Yeah. Now. So now she's panicking of like, Oh crap. Like Rob knows that I somehow know something. Yeah. So she then goes through the text messages. She finds the receipts, you know, she sees that they have been having an affair and, um, in the so in the book she actually takes screenshots and emails them to herself. I'm like genius, genius. because she knows eventually this phone is going to relock at right. some point. Well, also the, the police are going to want to see it at right. some point. So what happens in the in the movie? She ends up so the detective comes in. He's like, "Hey, can we go? Yeah. Like, we got to go." She ends up 
dropping the phone and like breaks the screen of mm-hmm. the phone. Um, and then like the detective picks it up or whatever. Um, in the book, she, she doesn't, she doesn't drop the phone, but she does something else. Yeah. She, she take, keeps the phone and then she goes back to like interview with the cops and they're like, you know, we heard that you got her, her bag and her phone. Mm-hmm. Like, do you have it? And she's like, Oh no, I left it at the Airbnb. Like I'll give it to you later. Knowing that she has to wipe the phone mm-hmm. clean because if they see text messages between Kate and her husband, they're going to know that she has a major motive to have yeah. killed Kate. Yeah. So she does. She wipes the phone. Yeah. And another big difference, which I think it changes, changes. I mean, cheating is cheating, mm-hmm. but like in, so in the movie, it's led to believe that they've only been having this affair for a few months right. in the book. It's been years like way before she had, she got pregnant, had the baby, yeah. like all this other stuff. She thought like, Oh, well maybe it was just like in the time when she was pregnant because they weren't mm-hmm. having sex, but she realizes, no, it had nothing to do with like our relationship mm-hmm. and us going downhill. Clearly they've been doing this for a long time. Right. And it just seemed a lot more intimate in the yeah. book. Like yeah. they were way down the line of like, they might actually be, he might actually be leaving Beth to right. be with Kate. Yeah. It seemed more serious. Yeah. Uh, the detectives also now tell them that uh, ketamine was found in both of their systems, which is, basically the date rape drug um, in both of their systems. And they also tell her that both of the escorts have alibis for that night. And so she's like, not only do they have, you know, alibis, we also have a witness saying that you and Kate have, were seen fighting outside mm-hmm. of the club that night. And again, Beth is trying to piece together what happened that night. Cause she was, you know, she was what you call it drugged. Um, another thing that keeps happening during this time is that she keeps having this like flash and memory of Kate just yelling the word bitch Mm -hmm. and sorry, mom for swearing, but that's what it says. (laughs) And like, she can't put like in what context that was coming from. She's not sure if like she yelled it to Kate, if Kate was yelling it to her, like, or for somebody else, but she's starting to believe maybe we did actually have an argument Mm -hmm. and that's what's caused all of this. Yeah. I did feel like there was a lot more in the book, at least like potential, like did maybe Beth do something? Like there was a lot more. She was like, could I like, Mm. and in the movie, I didn't feel like that was like really ever a possibility. Like it was never like totally as much brought up. Yeah, I guess. I guess in her dialogue. Again, if if we were getting like the like weird flashes more so, maybe I would have thought that a little mm-hmm. bit more because um, she she doesn't necessarily remember, but I don't think it, she remembers so or, or forgot so much to the point where like yeah. she possibly could have and like just doesn't remember. Yeah. <laughs> so during this interview again with the police, like she doesn't tell them about the affair. They do take her passport and say like, you can't leave the country at this point because it's a murder investigation. And she also doesn't give them the phone Yeah, in, in, the, the, movie. in the movie, yeah. how she does in the book. Which is odd considering if they know she has her purse, like why wouldn't they yeah. asked for that stuff. I don't know. Yeah. So after she leaves the um, police station, because Rob is not with her at the police station. He I guess. left back yeah. to London. Right. Yeah. Um, she ends up calling Jay, the ex-husband, and to find out that he knew about this affair. And that's basically why that they were getting a divorce or one of the main reasons. And this is where he says, you know, it's been going on for about mm-hmm. a month or so. This is, I think, in the book where he says, like, yeah, you know, because she thought the reason they were getting a divorce was because he was unfaithful. And he's like, technically, we both were because yeah. she was also having the affair. Yeah. So Beth goes and talks to Zane, tells him all about it. Um, 
And she figures out at this point that Kate has set up the escorts and wanted her to sleep with one of the escorts so that Rob would leave her. Mm. That's now like the master plan of what that all came for. So it was kind of like the aha moment. Mm. So then she shared something vulnerable and then Zane shared something vulnerable. Well, how his, di- how his wife died in bombings. And, and then he, he, at one point he asks her, like, do you think Rob has anything mm-hmm. to do with this? And she immediately says no in the movie. Yeah. Whereas in the book, she starts getting real suspicious of mm-hmm. Rob, even to the point where he she tries to track down, like, where he was the night that Kate went missing. Mm-hmm. She calls, like, his friend who he supposedly was having a guy's night out with. And he yeah. basically blabs and says, actually, he wasn't with us. Mm-hmm. And she even goes so far as to look up to see if he used points to, like, fly Mm -hmm. and figures out that he in fact was in um lisbon i guess uh yeah the night that kate went yeah i don't don't understand why they left that out of the movie because i thought it was a huge part right of like okay crap now we found out that rob's having an affair we found out that he's he was lying about being out with the guys lying he she called the babysitter at that Mm -hmm. point too the the kid has been with the babysitter this whole time like he hasn't been paying her (laughs) right yeah and that he had been there on friday and she even goes so far she's like yeah logistically like he could have done it but again that's another piece of like that would have been an immediate like duh right yeah (laughs) so at this point in the movie she calls rob and he like denies it He's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and I think in the in the book, she had actually sent him a couple text messages and just said, like, I know. Well, in the book, he actually admits to coming to Lisbon. Mm-hmm. He says that he tried to talk to her and he she wouldn't see him. Yeah. And so he went back. Yeah. Hmm. Likely story. <laughs> so now the movie, they she ends up just like randomly getting arrested for the murder. Yeah. And I'm like, under what? Under what? No, she, yeah, yeah like there's what, what do you know between now when you just saw right. her and now that you're coming to arrest her you know for for this murder um but they end up questioning her about zane and they end up finding she ends up finding out that he's actually involved with an albanian gang and, and a human trafficking ring right and um they think that he actually killed kate and that she hired him right or whatever again and that likely they, story and that they know about this affair in the book it makes more sense because they oh no she had wiped the phone or whatever so at this point so she's a little confused on how they even know about the affair at this point but that's the conclusion that they have they have come to (laughs) well and two things in this scene that happened in the book that don't happen in the movie um at one point the male detective slips up accidentally and says Mm -hmm. something about or uh orla slash beth and kate Mm -hmm. going on a one of their other trips to paris yeah and she thinks twice she's like I don't remember telling him that that's odd and like doesn't think anything of it. And then also she actually tells them to start looking at Rob, her husband. Like now she's gotten to the point where Jay or Jay, she's like, well, I think Toby. she men- mentions Jay in the mm. movie, but doesn't obviously because she doesn't think Rob did anything in the yeah, movie. That's um, true. But he, she does in the book. She tells them like maybe you should look at Rob because she's thinking to herself, "Listen, every man for themselves <laughs> at this point. Right. Like if someone's gonna go down, it's gonna be Rob, not me. I still have a baby to take care of." Honestly, <laughs> um, and then I think at this point in the movie, she ends up getting a lawyer, mm-hmm. where she never gets a lawyer in the in the book. I thought she did. She asks for one. I don't know if they ever give her one though. I don't remember ever meeting I think one. She, get, she asks, for but, one, but she ends up getting. They like let her go. <laughs> I'm like, okay, that was like the quickest. Like, well, because they, like to your point, they have nothing to hold over her for it. Yeah, but. The, <laughs> You can't arrest somebody for murder and then just randomly let them go. Yeah. Like you have to they like probably misspoke. They probably should have just like 
brought her in for questions. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> so anyway, she gets back. Zane is at the apartment when she gets back. And that was creepy when he's just like sitting on the bed. Yeah. And she he ends up saying like, you know, tries to explain himself about, you know, the Albanian gang and whatnot, which this does happen in the book because it's kind of the same like mafia gang type situation yeah. with the with the with the taxi drivers. Um, but he says, he goes, I do have an alibi for the murder because I was driving around. Like I have, again, the receipts mm-hmm. and that he doesn't actually work for the gang, blah, blah, blah. So she's like, okay, cool. <laughs> I, I believe, believe you. you. Um, but at this point she like puts two and two together and she's like, I think the room is bugged. I'm like out of nowhere, out of nowhere. Also that mirror that's on the, on the dresser. I really loved the little one that he bugged. Mm-hmm. very cute i think i've seen it at it's like Home the Goods. smaller version of that really pretty long one mm-hmm. or like big one that everyone has where's from, that one from uh anthropology Is i think anthropology? yeah love anthropology yeah, i want one of those <laughs> i also would like a house to put yeah, that in <laughs> so anyways though they end up finding um a, a little microphone behind one of the mirror so she's like figuring she's like oh crap this is how the police know about the affair because i was in this room mm-hmm. talking about the affair she knows that sebastian has been yes. listening uh so lo and behold she ends up getting while the landlord is out she ends up getting into that locked kind of creepy room with no door handle yeah. um he f- she fakes asking him for like takeout menus mm-hmm. or like food options and then he when he puts his keys down she like grabs it them. and she ends up finding out that like all of the he owns a bunch of Airbnbs and he has bugged and put mics and cameras and all these Airbnbs and then like she, a creep. Right. And so she's like, Oh crap. Okay. But this could be good because if he's recording everything, he might have, you know, what's on film of what happened mm-hmm. Friday night at their Airbnb. Um, <laughs> she doesn't get this as easily in the book. No. Well, and <laughs> it's very interesting. So she goes in there realizes what's happening and then Sebastian immediately comes back mm-hmm. and he, he comes in and he's like, what are you doing? And she's like, Oh, nothing. And then like they get into a weird situation where he's trying to like get her into the room. Long story short, he's actually the one that shows her the footage. He yeah. says, if you don't go to the police and tell them that I'm basically recording everybody, mm-hmm. I will show you what you want to see. Um, and then when he shows her, he immediately deletes it. Yeah. <laughs> he's like and there's he's like you're not gonna use this against me so yeah so she ends up seeing on this film though she sees the men um the escorts that that were at their airbnb they actually end up you know she sees them stealing the bag while orla not orla while kate was in like the shower and so she sees the guy stealing the bag then sees kate coming out of the shower realizing they have stole her bag and this is where she said son of a bitch Mm -hmm. and so now she's like hey well that's what i heard and so she's like okay then i'm innocent (laughs) we didn't fight (laughs) it wasn't me and she then sees kate running out after them and in the book i love she's like why didn't we think of this? Like we knew they stole her bag. Like, yeah, obviously she probably ran out of the house yeah. after them. Well, and the, in the book, there's no actual footage of outside. Right. He only shows her what happens like in the span of when they're in the room. Right. So we see her outside of the, um, outside of the apartment hailing a taxi and smartly enough, she takes the, <laughs> she gets the license plate mm-hmm. from that taxi. And then, which in the, in the book, in order to find the taxi, she has to like, 
call a taxi place, figure out who might have picked somebody up. Like, it's this whole thing. It made a lot more sense in the movie. Um, And then later, they then see her coming back in a different car. And she's, like, yelling and arguing with somebody in that car. And she notices some sort of sticker, I think. Yeah. And, And then... But we don't get that in the book. We don't get her coming back in the book. Right. We don't know that she came back. Um, so kind of like what happened in the, in the book, though, the landlord does come back while she's like watching this stuff and they end up getting into a fight. Cause she's like, you're a pervert. Like you're watching these people in very intimate moments. And he's like trying to tell her like, I'm just doing it because like security. So yeah. And this and that people are having parties. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so this does happen in the book and movie. They get into like a scuffle and then he falls and hits his head on the table. Um, but don't worry, he's not dead. No, thankfully. <laughs> in book or movie. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, so then Zane shows up and they like drive off. In the book, they actually go back inside the apartment. Yeah. For like, I don't remember what. And she actually goes to one of the other guests in the building. Yeah. And is like, hey, by the way, our creep landlord has been filming everyone. You should probably call the cops. Right. <laughs> Uh, so they end up going to the taxi company um, to ask the man who to picked up Kate, like, where did you take him? Like, what happened? And he basically says, like, you know, she had me follow that another taxi and then we lost them. So I took her to the police station. This is what happens in the book. But for some reason, we couldn't just get it from the taxi driver. No, his um, cousin just had to be the one driving that night. And his cousin is, I think, illegal or like not allowed to drive the vehicle. So they have to be all hush hush about it, which made zero sense. There was no point. Zero. Point. Like it added about 10 pages to this book. <laughs> and I'm like, well, what is the point? The outcome was exactly the yes. same. Why did we need to have some sketchy? Like it just made no sense Correct. or whatever. Well, and in the movie, this is all happening at the taxi, like, mm-hmm. company location. Yeah. Whereas in the book, they go, like, to see the cousin and at his house or something. Right. It's very so strange. unnecessary. But anyway, so the big thing to come out of this, though, is, like, he's like, yeah, I dropped her off at the police station. And they're like, well, what the hell? Like, if she, if went, she there, went there, why are they acting like they don't know who this who this woman and is? And there should have been a report if she went in and right. filed a report. So anyway, so while they are... <laughs> So while they're talking to the taxi driver, though, the police show up because, <laughs> because they now found this landlord all beat up and they're trying to now arrest them again. Well, in the movie, I think it's the guy in that room that calls the cops to, to come get them. Because in the book, mm. it's actually the main taxi driver, not the cousin, who oh, calls yeah. the police and gets them to yeah. come. So yeah. I don't think, I think eventually they find Sebastian, but I don't think that's the main reason they yeah. go after her. So, but before the police get out of their car... Beth recognizes the car that the detectives pulled up in as the car that dropped Kate off the night of that when she went missing. Um, But so the police show up and then immediately Zane and Beth like join hands and go running off together (laughs) in the book. (laughs) He leaves her. He's like, I gotta go. go. I'm like, yes, that makes so much sense. But no uh, movie in the movie Zane, like basically like saves her in this, in this sense and like ends up, you know, taking the police on a wild goose chase one way so she can get away. So I don't know what's happening in this movie anymore at this point. So it starts getting real cheesy. I know. So at this point, Beth now thinks that the male detective Poffich is the one that killed Kate. She's like, you're the one that dropped her off. There's gotta be something there. You should have known, you know, that, you know, she filed the police report, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay. That, she was like, all right, cool. Like, Makes I sense. guess 
whatever. So at this point, when Zane runs one way, Kate runs the other way, and Popovich runs after Kate. And they, like, randomly end up on this rooftop, right? <laughs> and she, like, confronts him about the murder and about murdering Kate and all this stuff. And they kind of get into this scuffle. And then randomly, he falls, like, off into the middle of this building. He gets distracted by the lady detective. Yeah. And, like, falls to his death. Yeah. Bye-bye, Pavich. He does... That does not happen in the book. No. Something so, much more realistic happens in the book. I was like, wait, what? I was like, so what? So, like, so when Constantin slash uh, Zane runs off and's like, bye, see you later. Yeah. She actually stays and just gets arrested because she's like, where the heck am I going to go yeah. at this point? So they take her back to the the police station and Pavich is like, or slash Nunez is talking to her mm-hmm. and he she basically is like so i know that there's something going on yeah i know that um kate came to you guys the night she went missing mm-hmm. and there should have been some sort of a report why is there no report why did you re- pretend like you didn't know her right. and he immediately is like oh crap she knows and goes and like basically hits orla slash mm-hmm. beth and then she doesn't remember anything that she basically yeah. passes out he basically like, he crushes her, her like he like yeah. karate chops her throat yeah. so she basically passes out and doesn't know what happens next and literally the next thing she rem- sees in the book is she wakes up in the hospital yeah so much and then, more realistic much more realistic so the next thing that happens in the movie so that guy dies we're now with the female detective and beth at the police station and she she sh- ends up because one of the things in the book they talk about, they're like, they've been trying to find the CCTV from like the boardwalk area where she went into the water and they hadn't been able to get it. So in the movie at this point, the female detective ends up showing Kate or ends up showing the footage of Kate being dropped Was off. Was it the footage? I thought she should showed her photos in the movie. I don't. I thought it was a video. Oh, maybe. It was. I, I mean, I it could have been. She ends up showing her the photos of her getting oh, dropped yeah, it off, is footage. My bad. and then she ends up showing her footage of the one where she's being killed by some by quote unquote this detective, mm-hmm. and then him pushing her into the water. And this CCTV is like the clearest thing ever. In the book, they talk about how when they do end up getting the CCTV, how it's bad. And if you've watched any true crime ever cctv sucks yeah they have to like zoom in like a thousand percent to actually see like you can't see anything but so in the movie it's clear as day and i'm like clear as day that is not the detective (laughs) clear as day i'm like no one how is no one realizes that is not the guy right anyways but Beth doesn't notice it. The detective doesn't notice it. And she ends up telling him, you know, that in the, in the past, this detect, you know, Pavich has had, um, assault charges from, um, from like different working or sex workers that he's brought in, but they've never testified. So he's never been able to like be prosecuted for it. So they strongly believe that, you know, he put a pass on Kate and Kate denied him. So he ended up killing her. That's what they think happened. Right. In the book, it's basically like that. She mm-hmm. tells her this, but they actually, since Nunez slash Pavich is alive mm-hmm. in the book, they just say that they've arrested him. And yeah. He's on trial basically for her. Murder. Yeah. So also in the movie, at this point, the detective tells her that the escorts, they have now arrested these escorts again and that they actually did admit to drugging them mm-hmm. that night so they could steal the bag in the book. 
Kate is the one that drugged her. <laughs> yeah. So when Sebastian shows her the footage that he has, it very clearly shows Kate being the one that drugs um, Beth yeah. slash Orla, uh, which, you know, at that point she's like, okay, like I can't trust, I didn't trust, like, how did I not see this in my own best friend? Like right. she did all of these terrible things to me. And at this point she's still thinking because of the affair and everything, like she basically yeah. didn't want her in the picture anymore. Right. Wanted to get rid of her. Right. So she ends up then getting her passport back. And then like Zane is waiting for her outside of the so hotel. And it's really cute. Whatever. Um, so now we're back in London. So I will go ahead and tell you what happens in the movie. And then do you want to sure. go for it in the book? Yours is much longer, but sure. I know. So this is what, so the end of the book. So this is kind of about where the book is wrapping up. And yeah. then we get a few more pages of the final twist yeah. and then we're done. Yeah. Thank God. Yep. There's like, which could have taken two seconds to sum up in this freaking movie. But I think we are, again, we were at like 62 minutes and they were like, crap, we need, we need more. We need a little bit more. Yeah. Right. So anyways, we're back in London. Um, we see Beth is with the baby. She has the baby in a stroller. We see a text from Zane saying, see you soon. So we're led to believe that this relationship is going somewhere mm-hmm. or what, whatnot, which is again, cute. At this point, she ends up dropping Aster, the baby, off at Rob's. And they're, like, super awkward. He, like, asks her to come in. Clearly, they're not together anymore. They're getting a divorce or are divorced. And at one point, she's like, hey, you still have the spare key to my car. Can I grab that from you? And he's like. I should have barked at that one. But that was literally all last night. Are we sure this wasn't a gun gunshot? <laughs> Remember that one time I called you guys? That was freaking funny. <laughs> guys. <laughs> like, I didn't even think twice that it would have been fucking fireworks. <laughs> it's a firework. Um, Honestly, though, this is where my brain goes because it's a little dark. If you ever wanted to shoot someone, do it on the 4th of July because Honestly. everything sounds like gunshots. Honestly. Anyways, so he tells her at this point, yeah, go ahead. It's in my coat pocket by the by the door not in my coat pocket he says it's in their little like bowl thing oh she yeah first checks there and it's not there so then she checks his coat pocket and she finds the spare key and along with the spare key she finds a little piece of that necklace lo and behold that kate was wearing or that that beth had given kate at the very beginning of their trip well, and the important thing, again, we forgot to mention this. When she gives her the necklace at the very beginning mm-hmm. of the movie, one of the pieces falls. Yeah. And she's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Like, I bought this online. Like, I didn't expect it to be so cheap. Yeah. So, like, you remember that something happened with this necklace to then for it to come back later. Yeah. This far into the movie. Right. So, and you have to remember, at, at this point, at least in the movie, Beth doesn't realize that Rob was ever in Croatia. She at no point was suspicious of Rob right. in the movie. Unlike the book where right. we know that he was there in their vicinity yes. at some point. So at this point in the movie, Beth is like, crap, he was there. There's no other explanation. We know that he was there and he saw Kate there at some point. So she ends up going to the bathroom and like calls the female detective and then Rob doesn't really say much. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Rob comes in and they start talking and she like sits him down and goes, you killed Kate. And I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> and she shows him the necklace. And also like, if you really think someone murdered someone, like maybe just don't confront them. Like, well, she had know, a reason. I guess so. So anyways, 
And then he starts like spewing all these like lies about how it was an accident and whatnot. And then we kind of get intermixed with his explanation. We get like a flashback of what actually happened. Mm -hmm. And he's sitting her saying like, you know, it was a stupid affair, but Kate was really, really in love with me and she was going to tell you and she was obsessed with me and blah, 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 blah. And she fell and, and whatnot. And it was a big accident where in reality, we're seeing the scene where he killed her and it's, it's opposite. It's opposite. He's begging her. Right. <laughs> where in the book, it's very much mutual. Like yes. these two are in love with each other yes. and whatnot. So anyways, he, you know, ends up killing her and then pushes and then her body falls in and he it, leaves that her there. Piece was, it was an accident. Yes. He goes to grab her and she falls back. Yes. So yeah. it, it is technically an accident, but still he caused it. Right. right. So, so then as he's explaining all this or whatever, then Beth comes out and is like, oh, actually, like, I've had the police on the phone this whole time and you've been admitting it Huzzah. to them. Huzzah. <laughs> Which I also don't think is admissible in court because you have to tell someone maybe when you're recording but they're in london at this point that's right <laughs> <laughs> um but anyway so he like then it tries to attack the murder happened in croatia which one which dictate which one? i don't know with jurisdiction yeah which jurisdiction i don't know is it? um also so then she like attacks him and like punches him in the balls and the throat is that what he did she did i thought he she stabbed him it looked like she stabbed no him. she just punched him. like because uh. if you oh sorry i should have mentioned so when she was saying goodbye to zane at the very beginning because she was like you know had attacked that detective or whatever yeah. zane tells her like always go after the soft spots oh, yeah. and so like when she's attacking rob at the very end oh. she's she, like, like sucker punches him yeah and like the soft oh, okay. spots or whatever right. um and then she just like grabs the baby and leaves and then they're walking through the park like that picture and then it ends okay did you not get the most sinister look like she gives the most sinister look at the end when she's walking away from aster did you not catch that walking away with with aster sorry like i mean i i saw that and i was like oh my god she did it but how would she literally rob just just admitted to it yeah but like what if he thought he killed her, but it wasn't actually him who killed her. Maybe I she actually was. really thought at the end of this book, because at the end of the book, we do find out that it is Rob as yeah. well, um, just in a different way. But I really thought that we were going to come back at some point and it really was going to be Beth. Yeah. I really did think that that was going to happen. That look at the end just made me, and, and it could have just That would have made it better. Well, and it could have just been Leighton Meester, like happy smiling, but it just looked I think, very sinister. I think it was just, I just got it more as like, she was like, Haha, ha, like, I got you, you SOB. Yeah, I don't know. I was just like, ooh, that would have been interesting. Uh, so the book ends a little differently. Um, so she, we get her, like, back in London, like, the movie. She actually goes to Kate's funeral, but, like, doesn't go inside because she's like, this day is about Kate. It's not about what happened. Um, and then she gets sent video from the boardwalk by... Mm-hmm. Constantine, I think, mm-hmm. right? And to your point, it's very grainy. She can barely see who it is, but she's like watching it, and she's like, "Okay, this guy clearly pushed Kate into the because lake. he." And the only reason he got it is because he because he is part of the mafia and oh, right, that yeah. he has inside guys, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, which she doesn't care anything right. about. She's like, "Yeah, that's fine." Um, so yeah, she watches the footage, and she's like, "Okay, yeah, like that's the detective pushing Kate in." Blah blah blah, whatever. Then she's supposed to meet up with Rob in the park to pass off their child, who is Marlo in the in the book. Um, and as she's she so she passes him off or passes her off, and they're like walking away. And then as she's they're walking away, she realizes, wait a minute, there's 
I think did he? I'm trying to remember if it was. It's like the, the way he crouched down to, right, say, right, hi right, to, to say hi to Marlo. That's right. Because then she remembers. Wait a minute. The video I just watched. That guy crouched down in the same exact way. Light bulb. She realizes that it's Rob mm-hmm. that's in the video. So Rob is actually the one that killed her. Which she suspected all along, but never had any yeah. real proof. And as she's figuring this out, she like looks around to go find her baby and poof, they've disappeared. Right. And that's how the book ends. Yeah. I was so <laughs> annoyed. Do you think Rob was trying to, t- I don't think Rob was like stealing the baby. But I then, think- if that's the case, then why not have another few pages where she finds him? I don't want if any, that wasn't didn't, didn't want any more his, pages if that wasn't his motive if he wasn't really trying to like dupe her into bringing the kids so she he could run yeah. away with her give me like two more pages where they find her yeah. and she calls the police that's all <laughs> she just needed to call the police and that would have been fine right but no <laughs> but we no. have to like have some disappearing act and we don't actually know what happened to poor marlo <laughs> Poor Marlo. Poor she's, Marlo. She's man. the real victim in all honestly, of this. Honestly. So yeah. So same outcome in the book uh, and movie, but just different. Yeah. A little bit different. Always the husband. It's always There's the husband. There's actually a book called It's Always the Husband. I have it. I haven't read it yet. I hope that it's not the husband. Well, I would that. hope so too. <laughs> but yeah. So, I mean, I, I, I'd i say the movie stayed true to the book. There are obviously name changes, place yeah. changes and whatnot, but the I mean, core was the same. The core was the same. Um, I didn't like the book. I didn't love the movie, um, but I'm going to go with the movie just because it was shorter than this book. I just, I don't know. You like, you've read a lot of thrillers. I've read a lot of thrillers. Like there was no like emotion for me. Like it just felt like the whole first part of the book is her being sad about her baby and being frumpy. And like, there was no like, Oh God, like what actually, like it was so much more about that than like that. What actually was happening. I don't know. Uh, I'm going to go book because this movie was God awful. It was so cheesy and just, I don't know. I, I felt cringy just watching this. Movie. If I had to rewatch, <laughs> you'd say you would reread this book than yeah. have to rewatch the movie. Yeah. No, thank you. Regardless of the fact that the book is longer than the movie. Yes. <sighs> okay. <laughs> I'm going to go. Book. We're giving Netflix one more try. <laughs> and then that's it. Okay. That's it. No. Um, all right. That's it for this one. Make sure to hit subscribe on your podcast app. If you're listening on Apple podcasts, go ahead and give us a rating and leave us a review. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at the movie girls. You can also email us at the at gmail.com. And like we said earlier, we are on Patreon. If you want to sign up to get access to our bonus content, you just have to go to patreon.com forward slash the movie girls to sign up. What are we doing next week? Well, like we mentioned at the top of the hour here, um, <laughs> that we were just finishing up Bridgerton season one. Yes. So we will be starting Bridgerton season two, um, the Viscount who loved me. So we will have our very first episode of that on our regular feed, and then we'll be releasing the rest of those on yes. our Patreon. Feed. So if you've been following along, um, book number two is all about Anthony, the oldest, Anthony. oldest Bridgerton boy. Um, so yeah, if you want to, you know, grab the book i think it's still at costco probably (laughs) sure um for cheap uh but yeah that's what we'll be doing next week thanks for listening and remember don't judge a book by its movie bye